0: Send your true encounters to storiesforaries@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and I might just read it in one of my next videos. Thanks for stopping by, and as always, thanks for listening. This occurred a year or two ago when I was back home for a short while from college. A few friends and I had gone to see a movie. I don't remember what movie. I stayed behind a little while longer, talking to one of my close friends I hadn't seen in a while standing by my car in a mostly empty parking lot outside of the theater. All of a sudden, a random guy showed up, standing near the other end of my car. He appeared to be in his early 20s, though I can't say for sure since it was dark. He never said anything, just stood there, occasionally looking at his phone and slowly inching closer. Then an SUV pulled up behind us. This was absolutely terrifying as we were right in between them, The driver asked if the guy needed a ride, and he said no. The SUV slowly pulled away. We continued to chat for a second, but I could tell that we were both pretty spooked, so we cut the conversation off immediately after. My friend quickly walked back to his car a short distance away, while the stranger hovered close to my car. I hurriedly got in when he knocked at the window. I opened the window just a crack. He then asked me for a ride. I immediately knew something was very wrong. He just turned down a ride from someone he seemed to know, and then asked for a ride from a stranger. I didn't even bother trying to come up with an excuse, I just told him nope, and threw it in reverse and sped off. As I drove off, I did feel a twinge of doubt. Maybe he really did need a ride, and now I'm a huge asshole for leaving him all alone in the parking lot. I just brushed it off. When I got home, I messaged my friend about how weird everything about that seemed and told him about the guy asking for a ride. He then informed me that he saw the guy get out of the same SUV moments before he walked up to us. Apparently, the SUV dropped him off closer to the front of the parking lot and then waited for him to walk up to us before driving up and offering him a ride. I don't know what he intended to do, but it was definitely a setup. I've been doing my one hour of outdoor exercise at night because I find it most relaxing. My neighborhood is very quiet and I'm lucky to live in a nice area which I've always considered super safe. I live right next to a canal, so there are lots of nice paths that are super pretty at night when everything is all lit up by the moon. Anyway, I was walking last night and decided to go to the shop first because I was hungry, then detour back to my usual route along the canal. When I was walking, I heard two guys speaking super loudly in German. I live in England, so it was a bit unusual, but not anything I thought twice about. They looked around 30, pretty tall, and they had caps on which I remember because they had matching designs, which I thought was funny. They started getting really close, and when I glanced back to look at them, they started jeering so I knew they were looking at me which kind of freaked me out. I sped walked towards the shop, but had to stop at the road because I wasn't planning on getting hit by a car. They caught up with me, but didn't stop for the lights to change. They just walked across and went into the store I was headed for, so I shrugged off my hunger and decided to just go to the canal for my walk. I stopped thinking about the men soon after, chalking it up to me being a generally anxious person. I don't particularly like walking past strangers at night, and I'm self-conscious enough as it is without them talking to or about me. Anyway, I complete my walk and I'm headed back home. For the story to make sense, I need to describe where I was stood. On my right, there is the water itself. I'm stood on the path, and to my left, there's a big drop that goes straight onto the main road. Next to that road, there's a row of houses. There's a railway bridge in front of me. I have my earphones in and my music is pretty loud, but I think I hear someone shouting. So I take out one earphone and listen, but it's pretty silent apart from the passing cars on the road below me. That's when I see two men headed towards the bridge, and I immediately recognize them as the two guys who had jeered at me before from their caps. My anxiety floods back, and I consider phoning someone because I irrationally think that if I'm on the phone when they walk past, they won't bother me. But despite the fact that I've been stood there frozen for ages, nobody comes out from under the bridge. I wait staring at the bridge for a while in complete confusion because there's no way they could have just vanished. I can see through to the other side of the bridge, so I knew they didn't turn around and walk past or anything, but they certainly hadn't walked past through because no one passed me. After a few moments, I start to think I hallucinated them or something. I have no history of hallucinations, but I couldn't explain it any other way. So I started slowly walking towards the mouth of the bridge, and just as I'm about to step in, I see it. The shadow of one of the men cast across the wall. My blood literally ran cold as I realized what was going on. They were waiting for me at the other side of the bridge, but they must have been hidden behind the abutment so I wouldn't see them. My mind went into a million different places, panicking about what they would do if I walked under that bridge. I was convinced they'd follow me. If I stayed where I was and phoned for help, I was certain that they would come out and see what was going on, and I would be trapped. I did the only thing I could think to do. I quietly ran to the fence that separated the canal from the drop to the main road and climbed it. It was only about thigh height, and on the other side there was a small space before the wall and the drop itself. I waited for a couple of moments as the cars passed, but thankfully I live in a quiet area, so the road was soon empty. I managed to navigate myself so I could lower myself onto the drop without… A, making too much noise, or B, hurting myself too much. The moment my feet hit the ground, I raced to the side where the houses were and sped walked down the path as fast as I could, without making much noise. I was only glancing back when I was nearing the end of the road. The men were still there, next to the bridge. I could see that they were looking through the bridge to see where I had gone. I felt sick and terrified, but I made it home. I don't know what they wanted. I don't know who they were or if they'll be here again tonight. I do know that I won't be walking at night for a very long time. This happened about three years ago. It was about two weeks before Christmas. I was working at Marbles, the brain store, before the company went bankrupt, and I had just finished my clothes and debrief with my manager. For reference, I'm a 5'3", visibly brown-skinned lady, and 23 at the time, but I still easily look like I'm 17. Afterwards, I went and sat by myself in a small sitting area before leaving to let my phone charge and rest my feet after a long shift. Suddenly, this white man, maybe in his late 40s, comes to sit across from me. He proceeds to ask me how I'm charging my phone and if he could charge his too. I told him it's a portable charger, and I would be leaving soon. As I'm putting my phone in my pocket and some notes from work away in my bag, he asked me how old I was. I jokingly responded with, How old do you think I am? He says, 23. At this point I was startled, but I know some people can accurately guess I'm in my 20s. This man went on to tell me, I know how old you are, because I know you, and I want to help you. I can see you're in pain, and I know it, because I'm an angel." He proceeds to speak more BS. I slowly got up, backed away, and snatched my phone cord. He continued, I know you want to fall in love. The man you love doesn't love you. He's not right for you. I am super creeped the hell out and nervous that he mentioned my then-partner, who wasn't a man, they were actually non-binary. I started walking away as fast as possible, and this creepy ass hat actually followed me all the way out of the store, across the street to a nearby Walgreens. That's bold. At that point, he stopped following me when he saw me reach for my phone. Maybe he thought it was something else. I wanted to run, but I didn't want to agitate him or accidentally harm myself out of haste. I held my ground and stared at him in the eyes because I remembered that was a potential life-saving strategy in some cases. He ran off after that. I texted my partner and told them what happened. I took a detour on my way to the subway just to make sure he wouldn't sneak up behind me. I got home safely, but to this day I'm still creeped out over it because I could have been a victim of something far worse. This happened when I was about 11 years old. I lived in a typical North American suburb. I was out riding my bike and had some money in my pocket. My brother was at home and a little sad that day, so when I heard the distant tune of, Do Your Ears Hang Low, which was clearly from an ice cream truck, I sped on my bike to track it down and buy some ice cream to take to my brother. I finally caught up to it. The man in the ice cream truck looked different than the old man who we were used to in my neighborhood. He was early 20s, frizzy, Napoleon Dynamite-esque hair, before that movie came out, by the way. And oddly, his van had no markings. It was clean and looked like the same model as other ice cream trucks, even had the loudspeaker on top. But even to my 11-year-old self, it was odd enough for me to be hesitant. I asked if he had the Spongebob ice cream with the gumball eyes, my brother's favorite, and he said that he didn't know all of the ice cream he had in the back but I could check. I hesitate for a moment and he says, Look, man, I'm kind of in the middle of the road here. I have to move. I'm going to turn up here and you can climb in the back and pick out the ice cream you want. He pointed left down a street that was being developed. There were only unoccupied, in-progress houses with dumpsters in front and construction equipment everywhere. I definitely did not want to go with him down that cul-de-sac where no one could see us, so I ran. I dropped my bike, I still wonder why I didn't just jump back on my bike, and ran maybe a quarter mile home. I immediately told my mom and dad who were sitting on the porch. My mom calls the cops and my dad gets in his car to find the van. I chill in my room and tell my brother the story. My dad finally found him. At a neighborhood pool parking lot, he was trying to lure two preteen girls into his van with the same tactic when a concerned citizen sitting in their chair in the parking lot blocked the exit and signaled a cop. I guess nothing came of it, because when I try to google my town and keywords that could pertain to the incident, nothing comes up. I'm not traumatized at all, but sometimes I wonder how things could have ended up. It could have simply been a dude trying to make some extra money on the side, but was too lazy to get up and get the ice cream himself. It could have been a dude who simply gets thrills from scaring kids, But it also could have been so much worse. My family still thinks it's funny to hum the tune of Do Your Ears Hang Low when I'm around. I find it humorous, but to the possible sex criminal who wanted me to get into his van, I'm glad we never met again.